Hi, this is Catherine Mojica, and I wanted to welcome you all to the latest install of our new podcast, Twain's Tales. In this episode, we will be discussing chapters 15 through 28 on the adventures of Huckleberry Finn. We will be discussing how the society that we live in impacts our futures and shapes us as individuals. On today's episode, as I discuss the novel, I will be accompanied by Claire Cady, Jackie Ernsting, and Maggie Tassayo. Let's get started. Today we will be discussing the, dis- the question of, to what extent does the society that we live in shape who we are as individuals? We will explore Huck's life and the society he grew up in, Jim's life, and our personal lives, and how we think these different circumstances affected the futures of Huck, Jim, and us. Claire, would you like to start us off? Yeah, so I'm going to first start off with how Huck grew up and how society viewed him. So he was kind of known as the drunk father's son. And so that probably had an initial effect on him, as the society views me as one thing. But he also might have had a not really caring attitude, just because he's living with his dad who didn't seem to care very much. So that was his initial thought, is, I'm being judged, but do I really care? Yeah, for sure. I also think that he, um, it's more, it's also a perspective thing, like, uh, he didn't care when he was living with Pat, but he started to care when he started living with Miss Watson and having all these rules, and as he said, being civilized. So I think that um, how he's growing up, it's more of his perspective and how he sees the world, I would say. And it's in a, in a lot of cases, the society kind of takes over your opinions just because you feel like you need to fit in. But I feel like with Hawk, a character like him, he's just a very individualized person. And well, I think it also has to, a lot to do with society's perception of him. Like, they always saw him as, like, the drunk man's son, and he never really had, like, a whole family example for himself. And growing up with Miss Watson, then they're like, oh, he's moved on to somebody else, and trying to follow his story, and society really did have an impact, because he always felt, probably felt judged because he didn't have a good mother, or a good mother as an example, or didn't have any siblings that he grew up with. He just really bonded with Tom Sawyer and was kind of alone in that perspective. Yeah, kind of going along with Maggie's idea, I think, um, like, when he was living with Pap, like, he didn't, like, have any restrictions. And, like, he's not used to everybody's judgment when he's living with Mrs. Watson. Miss Watson. So, like, he's just, everybody's judgments on him are, like, shaping how he's going to be and, like, when he grows up. So, I think it's interesting also to see how he is developing in his new life. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to pose the question of what do you guys think will happen when he's in the future? Do you think he'll get married, have kids, or do you think he'll stray away from that whole scene and be on his own? I think that, sorry Catherine, I think that he craves an emotional connection, just like all people. Oh, definitely. And, uh, cause, uh, I just think he craves this emotional connection because when he set out for um, that island, he was happy to be free and independent, but he was also sad because he was so lonely. And he was and so he, happy when Jim showed yeah, up. Yeah, and he and he formed this emotional connection that he's never had before. I, as a reader, I I, I thought he had never had that before, and it really kind of shows that. In this world, all we have are the connections we make with people. But I also think that because the way he grew up and had like a bad family example for him, that it's going to be hard for him in the future to be able to be a good father. Like there's the aspect of maybe he'll strive to be better than his father was, or maybe he'll follow his father's footsteps. Yeah, I could see him overcoming. Because that's all that he knows, that his father's way of teaching him and 
having him yeah. grow up in that household. Yeah, it's everything with like everybody's judgment around you and how like people's exactly. opinions are and like and it's how people's really opinions uh, shape who you are. Yeah. So let's move on to what we think about Jim and how his life around society was. I know personally, I think it's because since he's a slave and um, black, like he has been looked at in society as nothing, worth nothing. He, nobody cares about what he does, his family, anything like that. So yeah, I think it's interesting that Twain doesn't mention his wife or kids until Huck starts to get to know him. Because I feel like uh, there's already, a, especially in the 1800s when this book was written, there was a strong prejudice against these people. And you don't really, un you never understand another person until you get to know them. Mm -hmm. And so I thought it was very interesting how Twain incorporated his family once Huck started to actually get to know him yeah. emotionally. Yeah. Connected. yeah, more about like Twain. Like he's really going out there with this book. Like, oh yeah, he's so especially bold. He might get yeah. so much yeah. judgment yeah. just for all this. Like, he's really like controversial. Kind of, yeah, yeah, he's going like. He's, he's kind of sympathetic with, with, he's with the, with yeah, yeah, he's sympathetic with that. Which was definitely different for that time. Oh, when yeah. When everyone was still very, like, around as black people don't matter. Yeah, he and especially. kind of made a statement by writing this, this book and yeah, having and the there be a predominant And the um, book centering so much around Huck. Yeah. I mean, we don't find out, again, what Maggie said about when um, Huck was, or we don't find out about Jim's education yeah. level at all. His family, anything until later on in the book because it centers so strongly around Huck. And I also think that um, Twain, you know you know that this book is controversial because he's still using the N-word because it was acceptable, but he's still being sympathetic mm -hmm. sure. about Definitely. these people, so you know that people still think it's okay to call someone this. And so I think it's very impactful, and that's another thing with the young narrators being able to bring up these controversial issues, seeing it through their eyes instead of judging, you know what I mean? And I wanted to bring up how do we think Jim's future is going to look like? Like, compared to Hawk, like, how is he going to end up? So I definitely think that because Huck is now, like, showing his um, connection towards Jim, that's just foreshadowing foreshadowing the future as black people being more accepted in society. Even though it might just be a small step with, in the book, how Huck doesn't matter just because yeah. the way he grew up. It's yeah. definitely, like, a stepping stone of black people being accepted into society and cared about more, and yeah. how... It, like color doesn't matter. Yeah, and, and I, if it is a long way off, right? Like, and I think getting that, rights for I them. think that yeah. it's it was just very bold of Twain to use two characters, a, a slave and a child, to narr to narrate yeah. this book of his because those are two people who are looked down upon in society, mm -hmm. and it's yeah. so strong that he right. sees these as two central characters. Yeah, like they're not important at all in anything. Exactly, as viewed to like other people, but. To Twain, he's like really showing them as like important. And can, and can, sorry. And can we say that um, this book still is very true of today's society? Yeah, it's very relevant to what we all go through today. Right. And I, yeah. I, I almost feel it's kind of sad. This book was written in the 1800s, and it's still really haven't today. progressed enough. We, yeah, we haven't progressed. We still enough. have even though same, we have taken big steps. Yeah, we still have the same issues today, especially now with social media. Just yeah. how much you see online, like just what judgments are you passing by looking at somebody's profile and oh, yeah. back then it might have been just townspeople talk but mm -hmm. now it's you look That's anywhere all. and you see anything it's you all can see online from like new zealand like right and yeah, anywhere. Anywhere. but even though like coming to how we grew up and what society we grew up in we grew up in like the western suburbs of chicago yeah. mm -hmm. we were pretty well off compared yeah. to jim and huck and how they started out 
I mean, uh, we, we've all gone to good schools, and Maggie, I know that you went to a public school. Like, do you want to talk about how that's different from Oh us? yeah, um, I think that uh, Catholic school almost has a more conservative view of everything, and I feel like um, growing up, you only learn what your parents teach you. And like, I come from a family that's more on the conservative side, and then going to like this public school where there's more like liberal views, I feel like that really helps you form who you are. And you find this perfect middle, and I think Huck's gonna find that perfect middle too. Yeah, from that growing shows. up civilized, uncivilized. Yeah, that shows finding his middle. Yeah. Middle of growing up with his dad, with one side of how he was living, and then with um, Tom and the other people he was living with, just him forming the hard middle and really finding who he was. And also, uh, Catherine, uh, I know that us here are all Caucasian. Um, did, have you ever gotten any like uh, past judge, judgment passed on you because of your Asian heritage? Oh yes, definitely. I mean, it sounds silly, like people teasing me about like the shape of my eyes and how I'm not. It's not like mean, but it's like, oh, you, uh, you're a bit darker than everybody yeah. else. Like you look different. Like there's different things that people like. You like rice. Like it sounds silly, but you know. So like, what year? Like how old were you when that started it's, happening? I mean, it starts younger. I mean, yeah, and I, I think yeah. it's because people. Younger people know you're different. Yeah. Instead of embracing and celebrating and your differences, really they just make fun of them. Where you were growing up. I mean, yeah. Like Catherine, you said you go to a Catholic school and went to a Catholic school in middle school mm -hmm. and most likely everybody there had been taught around the same views and like oh, yeah. Yeah, even though they might not have meant it viciously making those jokes it just shows oh, how they grew not, up but and you how, can see yeah. how their perspective of me was a little bit different than mm -hmm. everybody else's I think it's just like Huck like maybe when he was like really little he didn't you don't really notice that like you're people so are different. different, and then yeah. as you grow up, you're like, oh, we're different, why? Different. Oh, yeah. yeah, this person's better than this person yeah. because... Yeah. And that's, like, the same thing with the whole um, African-American white people. Like, some some people still in today's society view one one race superior to the other, and I feel like that was a big thing back in Huck's time. And it's still right. relevant, and it's still relevant today. Right. And yeah. I think um, tying it all together, I think we would agree that even though the different... Um, time periods, things are still similar today. So what do you guys think? Do you think that things would be still similar? I mean, definitely. Oh, yeah, for sure. We still uh, are past judgment on each other, oh, yeah. depending on how what we look, how we grew up, yeah. our societies, and our futures will look very different. Like us, we will probably go off to good colleges, get good jobs, but other people such as Huck and, Huck and Jim, like their future mm -hmm. is kind of unknown. Like right, they're kind of like yeah. more at like disadvantages, I guess. For because sure, for sure. Like Huck with like Pap and like his, like Pap being drunk all the time, and yeah. um, Jim with being a slave. Like that's a really big disadvantage in this time period. Yeah. Yeah. So um, overall, I think that being like the way you grow up and the society around you really does affect who you are as a person oh, yeah, for and sure. who you grow to be. And even even not just society, I feel like the communities that you're in really shape who you are as well. Yeah. Well, I think that's all the time we have for today. Today we explored the impact this society has on people's lives and how it shapes who they become. Thank you so much for listening to our latest episode of Twain's Tales. I hope you enjoyed our discussion and tune in next time for our discussion of chapters 29 through 42. Signing off is your host, Catherine Mojica. Have a wonderful day and never stop reading.
Hi, this is Catherine Mojica, and I want to welcome you all to our latest install of our new podcast, Twain's Tales. In this episode, we will be discussing chapters 15 through 28 of The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. We will be discussing how the society that we live in impacts our futures and shapes us as individuals. On today's episode, as I discuss the novel, I will be accompanied by Claire Cady, Jackie Ernsting, and Maggie DeSale. Let's get started.